I'm Dick Iverson, the inter interim director at uh, Camp Frederick, and it's really a been a pleasure for me. I've been here about three months, and uh, I want to say thank you on behalf of your church, Good Hope, for building that ministry that you have built down there. I say thank you on behalf of all the kids who come there, on behalf of all the parents who trust their kids in our care, on behalf of all the grandparents who send grandchildren to camp to be nurtured in their faith. It's, uh, I've, I've been a camp director all my life. I've been to a few camps, and I, I've really fallen in love with your little camp down there. It's not so little. It's 100 acres, but it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. If you haven't been down there, I invite you to come. Uh, we'll go for a walk, have some cookies, and have a little chat, and then we'll raise some money. No, <laughs> I won't ask you for money. But, well, it's just fun to show people the camp because it is so beautiful and so special. Now is the time to get, uh, we just got our brochures done. There's a bunch of them back there. So we invite you to pick one up and uh, get your children signed up or grandchildren. Or I always uh, put it out there, why don't you send the neighbor kids? Some of those kids need to go to a camp like this. And what a wonderful missionary project that would be to think about other kids out there that don't go to your church. So pick a brochure up. Uh, there's also a needs list back there. We have lots of needs. Um, and if you can help uh, buy some lanterns or sleeping bags or whatever we have on the list, uh, please do. Um, and I'll be back there afterwards. And you have some great board members here, Bonnie and Sue and <clears throat> Dave and Teresa. Right? Anybody else? That's it. That's enough. <laughs> so, so I'll be around and uh, love to chat with you about it. But now is the time to... And, if you, and, and I'm re out recruiting uh, for those wonderful college kids to work there. So if you know of somebody or if you have a young adult in college, uh, now is the time. Uh, contact the camp. <clears throat> I'm out visiting about 13 colleges this month uh, trying to find those special people. So if you could help, that'd be great too. Let us open with a word of prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this beautiful day that we can gather here in this special place. We have come away to pray, to sing songs of praise. We've come away to support each other in our time of trial. And we have come away to hear you listen. We have come away to listen for you to speak to us as individuals with words of grace and kindness and forgiveness. And as a congregation, we listen for your guidance. In your name we pray, amen. Josh, you did a wonderful job of taking over my sermon. <laughs> Great job, Josh. Um, I, I chose this text for the day because it's one of my favorites in life uh, because of an experience I had at a Bible camp. And the part I want you to think about, and if you even want to close your eyes as I re-say re it, very early in the morning, while it was still very dark, Jesus awoke and left the house and went out to a lonely place where he prayed. I love to picture that, and I always feel so privileged going out and preaching because I've got for the last week to kind of play with this gospel, uh, and I've played with it for many years, of course. <clears throat> so I picture Jesus and the guys, they've just had a big night Jesus has been healing all kinds of people. Um, his newfound friends are with him, and he's sort of like the Ma Michael Jackson of the day. I mean, once the word gets out about the 
thing that Jesus can heal people, everybody's coming. So it's a big event. And it would wear you out, of course. I'll stand, I'll stand over here in front of you folks. <laughs> and it would wear you out. And so they stay in, uh, in Simon Peter's uh, mother-in-law's house. Good Jewish woman. Come on, I'll make you some food. and You've got to stay with me tonight. So they all kind of crash on the floor there. So I'm picturing, you know, eight or ten men or whatever laying there. And Jesus wakes up, maybe about four o'clock. It's dark. It's not quiet. <laughs> and he gets up and he tiptoes to the door and he goes down the path. I love to picture Jesus and, and think, why did he do this? Why did he have to go down the path? He's the son of God. But how many times do we see it that Jesus went off to pray? This is one. The other gospel today is where he went up on the mountain. Transfiguration. He, the Garden of Gethsemane, he went off to pray. Many times he went off to pray. Now Jesus was a great rabbi. He was a great teacher. He just came from the synagogue uh, just before this, teaching, and everybody was amazed at what he said. There's also those little snippets that we see where Jesus is teaching us by what he does. I think of teachers. My wife's a teacher. And I just love it when the kids come up and say, oh, Mrs. Iverson. It's not just about her teaching, but it's about her as a person. They've seen something of uh, kindness in her that's not just about teaching, but it's about something else. Jesus is teaching us today that we need to also come away to pray. Come away to be with God in a special time, in a special place. And so we gather here this morning, don't we? We've come away to this place to pray, to sing songs of praise, to support each other. That's what we do down at Camp Frederick. Camp Frederick is a place where kids, oh, they get to go creek stomping, and there's the pool, and they're swinging through the trees, and there's all that kind of fun activity but the reality is we exist for a place where kids come away to be with Jesus. And so as they gather by the stream or up in the woods by the trees, wherever, to do Bible study or to do campfires or to do devotions, all kinds of places in their day that, that they take time to talk about this journey with Jesus. I know I'm quite old, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I know I'm still on a journey, and I think all of us would admit that we're on a journey in our faith, right? I'm still learning about God. I still have problems with God because he doesn't answer my prayers the way that I want him to. And so I think about young children, third graders, fifth graders, seventh graders, all kinds of people of all kinds of ages, what it is that they're struggling with on their journey of faith with Jesus. That's what we're there for on your behalf. It's like Sunday school and confirmation and youth group. Camp is another place where God works in the hearts and lives of people on their journey. Last week, uh, the gospel was what? Remember the gospel last week? It was about salt and light. I love the theme of light also. I'm not just jumping around. I'm going to tie it together. When we think about the, the light of the world, Jesus says, you are the light of the, he says, I am the light of the world, and then he says, you are the light of the world. Ooh, what's that mean? What's that mean if I'm in third grade and I hear that verse that you are the light of the world? How do I process that? 
Where do I go to process that? I think in my life, I'm still processing my baptismal, when they lit that candle and said, you are the light of the world. From that time on, I'm a child of God. From that time on, I am letting my light shine. And I need to take time to think about that. (laughs) I had a great experience in my life once. I was in high school, junior in high school, and uh, it was 3.55, we're all sitting at our desk, the bell had rung, we're going to be dismissed in three minutes, and so we're sitting there, and i ready to go, the girl tapped me on the back and said, you're pretty religious, aren't you? Well, I don't know, I guess so, I got kind of warm, I got kind of red, I, I didn't know where to go with that. And I didn't go anyplace with that for quite a while. But later on in life, I looked back at that and I said, wow, what did she see in me? I have no idea, of course, (laughs) what she saw in me that told her that I was a religious person. I wish somebody would say that to me today. (laughs) I wish people could see in me today Jesus living through me. And they do. And they see Jesus living through you. When you go to the, to the pantries and the, the clothes closets and, and volunteering in all kinds of ways, they see Jesus in you, in us, as we reach out to other people. You are the light of the world. I love a little story that I uh, love to tell about a, an artist out in Ten Sleep, Wyoming, one of those artists that sits on the streets and paints pictures. And so he painted a picture of the beautiful mountain scene. It was, you know, snow-capped mountains and all that. And there's a little cabin up there. Can you see it? The little log cabin in the valley. And uh, a lady walked by and said, that's really a pretty picture, but it doesn't really draw you in. And with that, the artist took his brush and put a little candle in the, uh, in the window. And with that one little stroke, it changed the whole feel of the picture. You wanted to go there. There's somebody there. There's something special there. Well, that's what happens at our baptism. Something special happens. When we light that candle and we do the water and the cross, we are now a child of God on a journey with God. And so that's what camp is about, helping young people on their journey. And as, they, as we tell our young people, oh, you pray now. For, you pray for grandma or you pray for your cat or dog or you pray to get better grades in school. And young people are praying to get better grades in school. And when it doesn't happen, where do they go with that? And when they pray to be three inches taller because they want to be a basketball star and they don't grow very much, I didn't, (laughs) where do you go with that? Where do you go with that relationship with God? Well, at camp, we're going to talk about that. Not that we have the answers. Our staff are not great counselors, but they are great listeners. And what do we all want to be? We want to be listened to. And so young people coming away have that opportunity to share Stories, struggles, questions, and just talk about it. So that's what we're about. That's what you're about. That's what we're about as a congregation, letting our light so shine. Let the world around us may see the good things we do to the glory of God, our Father. I have a benediction that I start my day with. I have it on my bathroom mirror. And so I love to start my day with a benediction that goes like this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord go before you to show you the way, above you to watch over, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, and within you to give you peace.
And I love the picture of a God who goes before me because I know he knows my journey. <laughs> He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He knows. I love a picture of a God who watches over me with love and smiles down on little Richard. I knew that my parents loved me if I was at home or 500 miles from home. In the same way, I know that God loves me if I'm here in this box or out there in the world. And young people need to know, and we need to instill in them the message that God will always, 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 always love you. No matter how bad we screw up or mess up our lives, God still loves us. That's a message that we want to instill in these young people. We know it, don't we? <laughs> I love a picture of a God who encourages me from behind and pushes me to be more grace-driven, more loving, more compassionate, more accepting of not just you people, but other people who I don't understand, or who, who don't look like me, who don't have the same political stance or religious stance or whatever. We are called to love all people. Jesus didn't put a <laughs> caption in there, and he didn't tell us to judge one another. He told us to love one another. And again, for young people on their journey, in school, in sports, in academics, in dating lives, in all kinds of, raising a family or whatever it is, to talk about that is very important on their journey. We want to help them with that. I love a picture of a God who walks beside me in the friend of Jesus Christ. What a friend we have in Jesus. We're going to sing that three times at my funeral so people get it. <laughs> What a friend we have in Jesus, always walking with us. When we put that together, we have uh, uh, peace. Of, uh, I get a little emotional sometimes, don't I? My board, they, they just laugh. No, they don't laugh. I love a picture of, a, of the peace that passes understanding. I hope you've experienced that in your life. Because we know God loves us always. I can still pic picture my pastor, Ben Coltfoot. When I was a teenager, back at the little church in Iowa, every Sunday he ended the sermon. And now may the peace that passes understanding keep your hearts and minds and soul in Christ Jesus our Lord. As a teenager, I sat there, right there, and listened to that, thinking, what does that mean? Years later, I knew what it meant. So I'm grateful for what he did. The same thing happens at camp. Uh, kids have experiences, and they say, oh, that was great. But inside, things are changing. And late, years later, and maybe some of you have the same story, years later they look back at what the counselor said, or the story, or the songs, or whatever, and then they put it together. So that journey of faith is so important. That peace that passes understanding is such a gift. And so we have been blessed with a gift like that. That's why we are here this morning, to be nurtured in our faith, so that we too can be go out there and do the work on behalf of God, sharing the good news with those that we don't always like, sharing compassion with those we don't always like. So we have the same challenge as young people do. And so I uh, thank you again on behalf of Camp Frederick and all the people and the kids who get to come there on their journey of faith. Bless you now on your week as you walk with God knowing his forgiveness, as we have just announced through our liturgy. Forgive me, God, for not being so kind. Forgive me, God, for not being so gracious. 
And we, when we leave this place, we know we are forgiven. And we know that we are on a journey with Jesus. Amen.